1: Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. Uh, with me this week for, uh, for this episode is my dad. How are you doing, Dad?
2: I'm doing great.
1: Sorry, I just lost myself there. But here I am. I'm back again. All right, so let's talk about the week that was in the NFL, Week 15. Uh, we had started off with watching the Broncos and the Colts and the Broncos ran away with it twenty five to thirteen. Uh Brock Osweiler played well. He didn't do anything too much, but you know, the game manager wins again.
2: Well, I mean he was not, he was a replacement.
1: Yeah. Because uh Simeon went out with a forearm injury as his face mask landed on his uh forearm. So that Perfect was a pretty, timing. Yeah, really. Uh Lions continue their winning ways, uh over the Bears. Chiefs get a hold of the Chargers thirty of the thirteen in Kansas City, so they're back on top of the West.
2: Yeah, the Chargers uh really they just melted down in the second half.
1: I mean they this is their chance to take the division. I mean they had a nice good winning streak. They were blowing people out and then, you know, look, Kansas City's not an easy place to play when but uh, you know, they had no, everything rolling. Not in the past, but No, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and this year like they come in and you know, it just it just didn't work out for them. So they're hoping for a, um, the hope for a wild card spot, but the division is not with. It's still in reach, but let's be honest, they're not going to get yeah, it. Yeah, they blew it. They blew it. Uh, Vikings thirty four to seven over the Bengals. Viking, Case Keenum two hundred thirty six yards passing. Everything's working out well for them. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jacksonville, 45-7 to over the Texans. Texans are brittle. That's
2: a big surprise, right? Well, I mean, the, in general, the Jags. What, they had three wins last year?
1: Yeah, um, pretty close to it. Uh, but, yeah, Bortles, 326 yards passing.
2: That's it, shocking.
1: I mean, he he's actually hitting a groove now.
2: He uh, is. He's, he's, he hears the footsteps of Eli Manning.
1: Pretty much, or at least you know some other replacement. Like he understands this is probably the last season. If the defense is as good as it's as it's showing, and there's a future here, he he wants to show that he is the quarterback that they want and need, as opposed to the missing piece that they can go out and get somewhere else. There you go. Uh, Ravens continue their winning ways, twenty-seven to ten over the Browns. Uh, Aaron Rodgers returns and throws, I think, three interceptions. And they lose to the Panthers in Carolina, thirty-one to twenty-four. But now they
2: then they shut them down.
1: Rodgers, yeah. So now what
2: about league integrity there?
1: Well, it was worth a shot. I mean, he this is a guy who had rushed back from clav- his other clavicle breaking, and he you know brought him back to the playoffs. But Brent Hundley is not. Uh, who was the backup? That Matt Flynn when um, Rodgers went down yeah. the first time, right? So, but Hudley Hundley is not. Uh, that Matt Flynn, and no, it's just, you know what? A season not being in the playoffs, I think, might actually be good for Green Bay.
2: So then what do they report to the league, that he's too injured to play this week but not last week?
1: Just, you know, oh, we, we saw something else. You know, ah, you know, we just want to take it easy. And I'm sure it might even be him himself being like, you know, yeah, I think I'll I'll sit maybe Rogers, Not to say, like, I give up, but just like.
2: so you don't see an issue there. I don't. With the integrity.
1: Uh, what integrity? In the NFL, oh. get out of town. Oh, that's gone. That's been gone. Next, year you're going to tell me that uh, college football players are student athletes? Come on now. <laughs> um, it's a business. Bills are holding on to their playoff spot, twenty-four to sixteen, in Buffalo they're, against. Miami.
2: They're 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 a long shot.
1: They're a long shot, but you got to be in it to win it. Nice. Um. Eagles, actually, their defense looked like Swiss cheese. You know, the loss of Wentz. Well, the, the back end. Uh, I didn't realize that the loss of Wentz would have affected the defense in the first half against the Giants, but, boy, did they pour it on. I think the Giants scored about, you know, nine more, like three more field goals the rest of the game after halftime. Eagles pulled away 34-29. to 29. Manning actually played well, four, 434 yards passing. Wow. But... um. Yeah, the defense of the Eagles woke up, and Nick Foles is doing just what he needs to win without doing things to lose. It's not, you know, 2011 or 2013 Nick Foles, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, Saints beat up on the Jets, 31-19. Um, the Rams, wow, did they threat. It was, what, 40 to nothing, 39 nothing at great. halftime. It was ridiculous. How it, good are they? It, well, they're really good in Seattle. Forty-two to seven. Wilson only had a hundred and forty yards, forty-two yards passing, and they just shut him down. I mean, it,
2: now, now, what about the con- uh, hoopla about the con- uh, they con- didn't follow concussion protocol with with Wilson?
1: I, I mean, I, I'm not surprised. Uh, after a week where Tom Savage was having convulsions on the field, and he went back in the game like the Wilson one. You know, also right. nobody's watching that game. I mean, thirty. You know, it's that was a that was a a pull away game. Plus, they were up against the uh, Pat Steelers, so nobody barely anybody saw it. I mean, the story was girly, 152 yards on the ground. I mean, that was unbelievable. So, the fact that Wilson they didn't follow protocol shocked. Again, student athletes in college, not happening. You know, integrity in the league, it's not there.
2: And the ratings are are. are they' suffering
1: they are definitely suffering and they have been uh, 49ers beat the Titans 25 23 on a last second field goal Garoppolo's playing really well for the Niners.
2: undefeated as an NFL starter
1: it's unbelievable 381 yards passing against a pretty good Titans defense and the Titans even though they're holding on to their fifth playoff spot it just you just don't, you see them one and out you see them one in and in and out in the playoffs yeah they're not reliable. No, um, and then the two games that caused the most hoopla over the weekend, uh, but let us I'm going to jump over to the Monday night game, Falcons 24, Tampa Bay 21, um, Winston actually had a chance to win the game, but it didn't work out for them, so the Falcons are actually on a roll right now.
2: No, he is very disappointing this year, a lot Winston. was expected of him.
1: Winston, absolutely, um, he's got good receivers in Deshaun Jackson and Mike Evans and Vincent Jackson and... You know. Well,
2: I, I don't think there's a lot left for, for Deshaun.
1: No, no, but, you know, talent is talent, even if it's diminished. So let's get back. Let's get to the games that really caused the most issue, and they were pretty much um, back-to-back. So the Patriots go into Pittsburgh, and the Steelers look like they have them locked down in the first half. No touchdown passes, uh, an interception by, uh Tom there it looks like they're rolling pretty well. But, of course, those halftime adjustments by Belichick and uh, Gronkowski just runs wild in the it second half. It was
2: all about Gronk at the final drive.
1: And the two-point conversion. I mean, they're, they're, right. they they're have to have a 100% two-point conversion. Um,
2: amazing. Percentage. But there is no defense for Gronk. When he gets alone out there in the secondary like that.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, and true. he
2: leaves him with the ball. I mean, what are you going to do with
1: him? You just hope that he that, gets. That's a, a nightmare. You just hope that he gets upset and blindsides a player on the back of the helmet and gets suspended for a game or thrown out. That's about that it. That's all you can do. The old uh, who who they used to like try to get. I think there was a the Cowboys offensive linemen, They used to try to like pull off sides by like trash talking them. Back in the 90s, like, oh, yeah, if you, keep, right. if you talk right. about this, if you talk about that, they'll jump. So maybe they're going to just try to do that with Gronkowski. Yeah,
2: uh, I don't know. That's, that's you know, that's a, it's a mismatch, huge. I think it's the biggest match, mismatch in the league, actually.
1: Gronk versus anybody? Yeah, Any
2: secondary, really. I mean, what do you do? I mean, how many
1: people are you going to put on him? You got to find, like, some. Uh, you
2: can't. I mean, the guy can leap. He's so tall.
1: He is. And he's, he's robo with all the, the padding and the braces. So it's not like you're going to hurt him. <laughs> he has to hurt himself. No.
2: Yeah. How do you deal with that?
1: So then, um, last. So New England takes the lead. Steelers get the ball back. All right. We'll, you know, we'll drive the ball methodically. And then, uh, you know, a pitch and catch. And just who is that? Bryant or Rodgers or Smith? shoes? I forget which which uh, uh, wide receiver, he just goes off for, like, a 60-yard run.
2: Yeah. And he
1: pulls them in, you know. Jiu-Jitsu
2: or whatever his name is.
1: Smith-Schuster? Yeah. yeah, the, Oh, yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster. And he gets it into uh, the red zone, first and goal. And um, so now they're thinking, oh, let's go for the touchdown. And I'm sorry, that's a catch. Jesse, I, and we had the game on uh, mute. How's it a catch? He had I, what happened to ground can't cause a fumble, but then of course yes they have to have well, control all the myth. way
0: through. That's a myth.
1: I know, but the point is, is that uh, everything he did seemed we're we're cutting hairs here, we're splitting hairs.
2: But and, why can't they... yeah? Well, you're not splitting hairs because the ball moved. I mean, I, he took it to the ground. I think I I think the, everybody knows. I mean, yeah. I think by now that if you're going to take it to the ground. The ball can't move. You can't bobble it.
1: It was just really... You no, know,
2: He kind of laid on it. I don't know why these guys just roll over on their back and keep the, uh, keep the ball up. I mean, yeah. they try all these things. I mean, you, you saw, <coughs> saw a car try to do it in that game. they jumping across. I mean, you know, as soon as that ball's... You know, you're going to the ground. You still have to have possession of that
1: thing. It's just really angering because follow... So that took... What, ten minutes to figure that thing out? And apparently But the, you
2: did see the ball move, right? Yes,
1: yes. Once it hit the okay. ground it moved. But I my
2: But across the plane already. Yes. And that's what, that's what disturbs people. But it's a special rule when you take it to the ground.
1: And then when the ball goes out of that, like it did with uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins several weeks ago against the Patriots, and he tries to reach for it, and then it becomes like, oh, well, oh it was a touchdown, but wait a minute. Actually, well,
2: the Patriot rules are if it hurts them, it's, you can't do it, and if it helps them, it's okay.
1: Holy cow, they got just break after break. I mean, they the whole game.
2: Year after year.
1: The whole game. This is my whole thing. About they just it's it's I'm sorry I think also a part of the ratings drop is because there's one team in the AFC and everybody else is just playing catch up in the NFC.
2: Well, not only that, the the integrity issue. I mean, you got Tom Brady, integrity, smashes and destroys his phone. I mean, yeah, and admits to it.
1: It's maddening. It's absolutely maddening, and it just doesn't. It does not fun anymore. It's not fun. Right, right. Nobody. This is. Oh yeah. no, no. Nobody is excited outside of of New England or the spattering of Pat fans that are here and there. So in
2: general, it's not good for the league.
1: No, it's not good for the league. Absolutely not. When you look at the NFC and you see what the playoff picture looks like, no Packers, no Giants, no Cowboys. This is a cause for celebration. The Vikings are in. The Saints. The Panthers. The Rams, the Rams are in, in a totally different location. I mean, this is something that's really awesome. That's good for the league. That's great for the league. And in the AFC, the Titans, the Jaguars, fine. It's not going to set the world on fire. And if they make it to the Super Bowl, no extra fans are going to watch. But it's still different. It's still something new. It's not boring. It's It's not any of that. So... But then after this, so they, they're standing on the sideline for 10 minutes thinking, is it a catch? Is it not a catch? At no point does Todd Haley call Ben over and say, hey, let's, let's try to figure out the next couple plays. Apparently they just stood there and was like, oh, we thought it was a touchdown. All right, uh, we'll throw it to Schuster and he'll short it at the goal line. And then they go to spike a fake spike, which apparently only Ro- Roethlisberger knew he was going to do. And Rodgers just was like, I, I guess I'll keep running. And he throws an interception to end the game, which just makes it all that worse.
2: Well, it's, he was the only guy in motion. I mean, he wasn't hard to cover. He had about five
1: guys on him. But, I, but how about the fact that he's like, well, maybe he'll throw it low at the ground. And i like, will just lay down. As opposed to Roethlisberger being smart and saying, um, I can't fit it in that hole. Let me just throw it into the f- stands. And then we'll just kick a field goal going to overtime. Because anything can happen in overtime. But no, yeah. you got to force the issue, apparently. And they, at no point did they practice or talk about what if we do a fake spike? Just. Uh,
2: but, the, well, that's a big part of the story. But the bigger part is uh, the star receiver going down.
1: Antonio Bryant. I mean, it was just a collective. Brown. Antonio Brown. A collective scream from fantasy football players who are in there, you know. Um, uh, sure. semi-final games from Steeler fans all around the world and any Pat hater all around the world just sighing and moaning all at the same time he just gets... And
2: the Steelers still can't beat the Patriots.
1: They can't Tomlin will... He, he, he's not going to do it. He'll do it on like a, you know, a week five on a Sunday night. Oh, you beat the Patriots. Ooh, good for you. But it never when it counts.
2: No, not when it counts.
1: Cower couldn't do it either. But at least, right. you know, Tomlin, can't. he can't do it. He stinks. There you go. And because now this shows the woeful, woefully unpreparedness that they have at the end of the game and just hoping like, no, we'll barrel down with Bell or, you know, Brown said, well, Brown's not yeah. there. They've got Bell covered. What do you expect? Because every time they went through the graphic during the game, oh, the last time uh, Ben was hurt. The time before that, Bell was hurt. The time before that, Brown was hurt. Like they're never hundred percent against the Patriots.
2: Now, is that the game where the referee took out the three by five card?
1: Well, that's the next game, which would be oh, the, the next one. Okay, which would be the Cowboys at the Raiders. I mean, Cowboys. Right. Cowboys had that game locked up, and then it got close to the point where, yeah, on a. Um, Prescott rushes it, and they're trying to figure out if it's a first down, and the naked eye can't do it. So uh, Skeletor, or whatever his name is, he pulls out an index card, and he does the old uh, credit card, you know, test, trying to see if he can unlock the door, <laughs> like they do in movies. Yeah. So he puts it down to see if the ball touches at the same plane as the it's ridiculous to have to think it was
2: weird like i was wondering what's he trying (gasps) to see is the stick not straight or or what
1: he's trying to figure out if if i have this if the
2: swipe card
1: still works he's trying to figure out if i put this perpendicular to where the (laughs) end of the ball meets the end of the if it touches it's kind of like the it's it's like a miniature version of the Music City Miracle. Like uni, <laughs> University of Tennessee um it's too close to call. Yeah, University of Tennessee mathematic um students, ma- mathematicians had yeah. done reports, had done studies on if it was a forward pass in the Music City Miracle where on the yeah. uh final kickoff yeah. return.
2: And um, it wasn't, right? And it wasn't well, it was, course, because right? to the
1: naked eye it looked like Oh, no, he threw that forward, even if it was just slightly. But they, they've they done tests and studies that it was totally and absolutely perpendicular to the field. So wow. that so this was their tiny version of, well, let's see. Oh, yeah, it was right on the line, and it touched.
2: Well, needless to say, the league now has banned it, so the refs can't do that anymore.
1: Yeah, they can't do that anymore. I'm just wondering... When is the time going to come when there are just electronic, like tiny electrodes on the very end, sure, on sure. the tips of the ball, and like? Did you well, pass? have been saying
2: this, they second guess the um, uh, the refs, like they don't need them.
1: And then when they come out and the the strip, and then they wonder why they're they're indecisive on calls. The most infuriating part is when the league comes out and this isn't just this isn't this is not just the nfl but baseball does this too where like a day later or a couple days later there'll be a statement by the officiating union or whatever or the league and say oh we actually got that call wrong it doesn't change anything it's not like you said we got that call wrong and we're going to replay it you know on tuesday night no they just like oops our bad we'll try to do better next time that helps Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. And some fury. Well, there's too much stoppage in the games. You know, the flow.
2: It's important.
1: It absolutely is important, and it, you're absolutely yeah, right. It's,
2: it's the delivery of the game to the public.
1: <clears throat> you're not wrong. You're not wrong in the least. So that was uh, that was week 15. Let's talk about week 16 upcoming. What are your best bets of the week?
2: Well, I'm going to go with the Saints
1: is at home against Atlanta, I have them yeah. given five and a half.
2: Yeah, that is the line, yeah. I that's a tough number. That's the toughest number to deal with. Uh you don't know whether to take it or give it, but uh I'm going with the Saints. And I like the Jaguars.
1: Jacksonville in San Francisco laying four.
2: Yeah. To, to the Niners. So you know, does you know, does he finally get a professional loss
1: here or not? Or do they just keep it close? Talking about Garoppia, Garoppolo. Um, I, 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 mm, that's a tough one. Also, Jacksonville going out west. Yeah,
2: right. Um, that too. That's another reason why that line, you know, it seems low, right?
1: It does. I think they're. I think they're anticipating people thinking that the Niners will win but not cover.
2: That's what I'm thinking. Is it a three point game? It's tough. Um, I like Jacksonville. They're finally on a roll. I mean, they started out this season win lose, win lose like that, and they've and they've improved. Now it's And an that's o- what you have to do this time of year. You have and to it's improve.
1: an it's an outside shot, but they, they kinda have they have something to play for. If they win and the Steelers lose I forget how many times Jacksonville might get could get the second seed. Like it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Yeah.
2: So, you know, they got that. And then the, the third pick would be the Redskins.
1: So Washington at home against Denver, uh, laying uh, given three and a half at home.
2: I mean, both teams are totally out of it. Um, of course, they're talking about maybe the, um, you know, Kirk Cousins. Where is he going to go? Is he going to re-sign Washington? Now there's rumors that Denver could be interested <gasps>
1: Well, of course, because uh, anytime a quarterback's available, uh, Elway's gonna, you know, lick, yeah. his, lick his chops.
2: So that's you know that that remains to be seen. But that was pretty clever on uh, Cousins' part to do these one-year deals. Sure, take that franchise tag and
1: sure, why not? You
2: know, yeah, he's well. betting on himself, so it's pretty clever.
1: And that's smart when you look and see what all his other. Uh, offensive coordinators are doing around the league. Um, you know, uh, I forget if Shanahan, Adam, but you know McVeigh and the other guy sure. too. Yeah, so just all around the league, you see the guys you know doing well for themselves. Um, I will say with the Atlanta New Orleans game, the over unders fifty two and a half. I think you got to take the over.
2: Do you expect a lot of scoring?
1: Maybe not a lot of scoring, but I could see like th- at least thirty. A minimum of 20 points scored by either team. Right. You know, three touchdowns by Ryan, three touchdowns by Breeze, and one or two elsewhere to get you over the 50.
2: I think one of the big improvements with uh, the Saints is definitely the defense.
1: Oh, my gosh, the Saints, absolutely. Um,
2: so, you know, that that could threaten the over.
1: But the I don't think the Falcons' defense is as strong as the um, – the New Orleans event. And don't forget they just played each other and that was a that was a tight game. What was that, like twenty seventeen? It right. was. Yeah, that was
2: So you see. So that's under.
1: And I don't know, something about something about the uh, the Superdome, it just phew. I think it might be the lighting. Why does it look so yellow in there? You ever notice that? When you watch because yeah. I, I was watching the Jets that, the Jets Saints yeah. game. It just looks so yellow. And uh, I'm not just talking about the gold. But, like, the the green of the grass looks.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's weird. So I almost think it's something about that. Just make this changes. It. It's, it's very strange.
2: Well, they do play well at home.
1: Of course they play well at home. Like you'd expect anything else. Um, so that's the NFL. Moving over to baseball. Actually, a couple deals have gone through. Um, specifically and including um, Matt Kemp went back to the Dodgers which was a little bit surprising uh, Matt Kemp uh, he just uh recently of Atlanta yeah he was there and they traded him um he's got a pretty he's got a pretty sizable contract on him um but, but what they did get back was a lot of just um, major league ready talent specifically veterans um Adrian Gonzalez um, Scott Casimir, who's been in the league forever, Brandon McCarthy, and Charlie Culberson. Um, wow. all, for, all for Kemp. Okay. Um, yeah, the Braves also get $4.5 million in cash. Um, mm. And it looks like the Braves are just trying to stock as many people as they can to, you know, because now they've got so many, they, you know, after all the judgments came down about their international signings, they're trying to get a lot of guys, plus, the Dodgers are above the luxury tax, and they had to pay like 30 mil, 36 million. So they were trying to put it below. <clears throat> and um, yeah, because uh, Gonzalez, you know, not that he's making a, a lot, but it's still you know, it's still an amount. Casimir has been in the league. The Dodgers signed him to a three-year, $48 million deal mm-hmm. um, after the 2015 season. So, you know, that's a couple million there, a couple million with McCarthy. So they get Kemp back, and now they're tra- their, their idea is to trade Kemp, but apparently nobody's interested. So they actually might just cut him. Wow. Yeah, so it looks at that. But it, this was all just trying to get down below
2: um, now I heard the Mets were Interested in the first baseman for Atlanta
1: Uh Who First baseman for Atlanta
2: wasn't, his, wasn't he a first baseman Trying to think He was a former all star
1: Freddie, Freddie Freeman
2: No What was his name Gee, slips me. I
1: don't know I'll have to take a look uh, Speaking of the Mets Sandy Alderson got an extension How do you feel about that
2: Ah well, I mean, yeah. How do I feel about that? I'm a Met
1: fan. I'm not happy about any of this stuff.
2: Would you tell me you're going to cut payroll? We're going to give you a raise to do it. I, I'm not feeling it.
1: Yeah, it was a little like Christmas bonusy. Like, hey, you yeah. did exactly. Congratulations,
2: well. you saved us money.
1: Right, and meanwhile, you know, for all the saving money, the miners just look so empty. Well, I
2: thought it was going to be Billy Ball. What happened?
1: Uh, then the puns, but unfortunately, because that's now an exploited um, um, strategy. Well, yeah, because now everybody everybody's doing it. That's why the new because it's always it's always just a trendy it's trendy just. Well, like everybody NFL. can't do it, right? So they can't. So now they're doing the Astros and Cubs way, which is you know what? Let's not sign any free agents. Let's be real bad for two or three years. Stockpile these draft picks. Get them all coming up at the same time. I think you're talking about Adrian Gonzalez. The Mets have uh, reached out to Adrian Gonzalez.
2: Yeah, he plays first base, right?
1: Yeah, and they're going to keep him in the minors. And he's been all. There's a reason he didn't play for the Dodgers in the World Series because he had a bad. He had a bad back, and he only had 252 plate appearances in which he batted 242. Well, it's Funny,
2: these guys have bad backs, but they can carry the check to the bank,
1: right? Because it doesn't. It's not that heavy, but. Well. But it, it's
2: digital. It's digital money.
1: But with all of the now, first of all, first base is, is there's a slew of big names out there. Eric Hosmer is out there right now. Carlos Santana. I mean, these are you know the Mitch Moreland who just got re-signed by the Red Sox.
2: But the they're, so so power players are available,
1: right? But it's almost a collusion where all these teams are not signing free agents to drive up the market for each other because again, why sign these why sign these players because it, it does minimal. We don't want to sign for them for big bucks. They're not going to change the team. You want to come to us, it'll be on our terms late in like you're going to see names starting to get signed in late February. Like seriously, right. just before string spring training. Then there's going to be a bunch of guys who... That's the way the Mets got Cespedes back. Because nobody was signing him. They're not. We're not paying this much money for him. And then he had that number big, big, big. And finally it was just like, I got to play, guys. I I need the paycheck. So let's just drop it down. I'll go back for the hometown discount. So, yeah. Right. So that's what you're going to see. You're going to see these big names like Hosmer. He might even re-sign with the Royals. He might go back to them, you know, for just... uh, Just a Mm. little bit, a little bit lower. Carlos Santana might stay. He might end up staying with the. Is is
2: he a fit for the Mets? Because they, they, you know, Carlos base. Most of their position players are, you know, iffy.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, Carlos Santana is has been on the Mets, Um, but again, they're not they're not just interested. Um, Actually, if anything, the Mets are more interested in second base, but they're they're not saying who they're interested in. You know the Indians. Speaking of Carlos Santana, have Jason Kipnis, but they're not really interested in getting rid of him. Ian Kinsler's off the market. D Gordon's gone, and like Starlin Castro, maybe from the um, from the Marlins. But I right. don't know if that's going to happen because you know now that they the Marlins got you know hoodwinked with Stanton. They got nobody in return because mm. they gave up all the money. They got a lot for Osuna, and now they're, now they're looking at the big, like, all right, we can, we can get names for Castro. But it's, it's not mm. happening right now. And Manny Machado's out there that the Orioles are trying to trade to.
2: That would make sense, wouldn't
1: it? Yeah, the trades are now what's going to happen. It's not the big signing. It's the trades. And you saw that also with another trade that went through. Evan Longoria the face of the Mar of the Tampa Bay Rays has been traded. Wow. He went to the Giants. Um
2: yeah. well, the and, Giants they I mean they were looking to get Stan, weren't they?
1: yeah, they were. Um
2: and the Cardinals too.
1: Yeah. Oh, a lot of teams were. Well now the now the Cardinals got Marcelo Zuna, so you know, they, they're well,
2: there good. There you go.
1: But yeah, the and it was actually uh for big names pretty much. Um So Evan Longoria goes to the Giants. Um, Christian Arroyo, who's a young infielder for the Giants, now for the Rays. Um, And Denard Spann, outfielder, uh, goes over to kind of offset Longoria's salary, which means that maybe the Giants are looking to then get an outfielder to take Spann's spot. Um, Oh, there you go. Yeah. And um, also, speaking of the Indians, they signed a... um, the A's only uh, All Star representative this past year, Yonder Alonso. So, um, so now he goes uh, to the Indians because um, Carlos Santana. Oh my goodness! Oh, this came through too. Silly me. Carlos Santana signed a contract with the Phillies. Three years, wow. sixty million. How much? Three years, sixty million. Oh my god! This I
2: mean, is getting crazy.
1: It is, but I mean, it's been twenty million a year, yeah, but this that's probably that down four hundred thousand a week, yes, but that's down from what he was probably asking for <laughs> I'm just saying oh man. it's I'm just on saying.
2: sale, everything's on sale,
1: yeah, of course it's on sale, so oh, so you know that that's happening, and just yeah, now it's a lot more you're seeing things happen a lot more now because they realize uh oh. Nobody's signing anybody. And um, so, yeah, and the trades are going to be the next big thing <laughs> because teams are going to look at the minor leagues. Well, what, what don't we have and what do we have too much of and what's working? They want
2: to shuffle the deck.
1: Of course they want to shuffle the deck. Um, so that's happening, and we'll see how that goes post-New uh, um, right. Year's. And um, let's move over to basketball, specifically the ball family. And something that's kind of right up your alley which we've talked about in the past. With the, You are always a fan of football competition in terms of other leagues. Yeah. Um, you were high on but the USFL. The XFL. WFL. Which is, w,
2: USFL.
1: All of it. Um, you have all been a fan. So now LeVar Ball is looking to create an alternative to the college. So, it's a league for high school graduates that want to um, bypass that. It, it's, it would be called the JBA, the Junior Basketball Association, which, of course, would be fully funded by his you know, shoe brand. Really? Um, he would play.
2: And uh, what do you think the odds of this, uh, this taking off is? I, I, I'm not feeling this because where where the fans coming from? Who, who would want to pay to see this?
1: It doesn't matter. It would be, which, and look, quite frankly, you know, we, I made the joke earlier, the student-athlete, because that's the truth. And when you look at what happened at Louisville and all of these other, Arizona, when all of these, you know, yeah. the recent paying scandals came out, and of course, Bettina with the, the, uh, the, the uh, escort stuff came out. Yeah, but
2: to start a league, you need to have venues, you need places to play, and you need uh, fannies in the seats.
1: So, and, and, and why would people pay for second-grade entertainment like that? <clears throat> here's the nitty-gritty.
2: I mean, the WBA is there for that, isn't it?
1: I guess. I don't even know. But that takes... Because here's the thing. It's aiming at college, um, you know, high school graduate or high school-to-college students who... No, like,
2: I, I understand what they're trying to do. I mean, okay, that's great for them. But, I mean, how does it work as a business model?
1: Well, here, here's the nitty-gritty. Lowest-ranked player, uh, uh, pay the lowest-ranked p- player a salary of 3000 a month and the best player 10000 a month. Ball is looking for 80 players to fill 10 teams that will seek to play in NBA arenas in L.A., Dallas, Brooklyn, and Atlanta. Don't forget, you just need to go up to arena and say, hey, here's some money, can I rent the place out? You know, if the circus well, can, t-
2: I, yeah, I mean, I can understand that part working, but the idea of getting fannies in the seats to make a profit—I mean, to scale this thing, I—I mm-hmm. I really give him. And first of all, he's a—I don't think he's a good promoter. No, I mean he's a self-promoter. I yes. understand, but I mean, no. As, uh, yeah.
1: Well, don't forget, and I we- mean,
2: because he's running, I wouldn't buy a ticket.
1: Um, and don't forget, we've talked about this in the past. Um, but there is a um, an alternative to college football coming out very soon, um, which is which I think it's called the Pacific Pro League. Let me mm. let me let me pull it up. But we've talked about this in the past, so it's going to come the summer of this upcoming summer, 2018 Pacific Pro Football League, and it's for non. NFL eligible players because don't forget, NFL and NBA now has the, you know you have to play at least one year out of, um, out oh. of high school, out of high school.
2: So what is that? One and done.
1: Yeah, well that's that's what um uh what's his name in um uh Kentucky's doing? Not Patino. Uh, well, well, you see oh, it in it's...
2: basketball, one and done. Yes. Guys come to college, play a year, leave.
1: Yes. And so, the, you know, LaVar Balls, I, I, look, college athletes do, you know, we've talked about this before, when that, that one college was trying to uh, unionize their players to yeah. try to get, because boosters and schools are making millions of dollars off of these kids. Yeah, and okay. And, and they don't get to see anything in return. And, you know, if you screw something up and you're not a first-round pick or you don't stay in the league in the NFL or the NBA, you're out of it. I mean, it is kind of— Well,
2: again, I understand how it helps the players. I understand that. structural leagues. But second-third-rate talent, people don't like paying for. And as far as football goes now, I think the NFL is such an 800-pound gorilla that what kind of venue could you get that people would want to show up to? To, to, to watch any alternate, you know, league football.
1: I mean, you know,
2: D-Leagues... You know, they, they, they've kind of locked that side up. So where would they play?
1: Any, well, we tried to get in, and if NBA arenas, but, I mean, uh, you can go to the smaller arenas that host uh, minor league baseball or minor league hockey or or even the D-League in the NBA, the, the developmental league. They play Both in... That's what I'm saying.
2: They already have that.
1: Right, but you know the whole it's it's just I mean I
2: guess the bottom line is do you see this as uh, all idea you know coming to uh, fruition and actually being successful
1: success i would measure the success not monetarily but if cuz all you need is a Herschel Walker you know what i mean you just need one guy yeah, I,
2: I think he's trying to build a league around his kids
1: well i think that's absolutely true
2: but if and then when they leave what the league collapses Yeah. I, it, it sounds flimsy.
1: I think it is. But, yeah, The and going back to the football, the Pacific Pro Football League, um, which would be a – because the whole thing with that is colleges don't really – unless you go to a college that is a pro – that runs the pro set.
2: You don't have a chance.
1: Yeah, so this is an alternative for, like, hey, you want to learn how to really be an a, a NFL quarterback, mm-hmm. play here, and we'll make it, you know, not easy but not as –
2: Okay. And then what? Then you go to the NBA? then you go to the NFL?
1: Yeah. Why not?
2: Oh, so it's another minor league for the NFL.
1: It's all yeah, all well, of these that's, are my...
2: that's another reason I wouldn't support European... I supported every league that was out there. But I'm not interested in that, you know.
1: European basketball is a minor league for the NBA. <clears throat> it's well just... to
2: some degree, yeah.
1: Well I mean all these guys get drafted. It, so it's not I well the day will come where the NFL starts where teams start drafting NFL ready players not through college. It's gonna happen and this might be that one step. And the same will happen probably it could happen with the ball thing. Now yes, of course, just as you said he's a self promoter, it makes, you know, us talk about it and we're talking about it right now. So it you know, it does he's doing what he what it what he's intending it to do. So Well
2: no, he's a shameless self promoter and I don't think he has the pu- public's goodwill at you know mm-hmm. for forefront. I, no way.
1: No, no, he has no he has no um, trust.
2: Yeah, so he's going to out there to help somebody. I'm not feeling that.
1: Yeah, well, Lithuania must be that bad, I guess.
2: Well, we're going to see. We talked about this. Let's <laughs> see if you're 16 years old and you're playing over there.
1: Yeah, no,
2: i no, you know, I'd, I'd I'd be surprised if you got playing time at all. Actually, we'll, we'll
1: see. The news reports will come out. All right, Dad. Well, uh, thank you. And I apologize for all my listeners. I do have a bit of a, a little cold. so um, I do hear that. Yeah, so hopefully it wasn't too annoying for everybody. But All right, well, thank you, everybody. Uh, Dad, thanks very much for joining, and uh, I'll talk to you later.
2: You're welcome. Um, thank
1: you. We won't, this will be the last episode before, so to all who celebrate, a Merry Christmas, uh, a happy pon- um Happy Hanukkah that just passed, and Kwanzaa as well. We'll see you uh, just before the new year.
2: Okay, sounds good.
1: All right,
0: Dad, take care. Enjoy. Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also... Visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.